This episode is going to include a discussion um, of self-harm, so please take care of yourself and only listen if that, you know, is going to be a safe topic for you to hear about. And if you need to talk to someone or need further resources, you can text or call a crisis counselor at crisistextline.org. Please listen at your discretion. Welcome to the Nerd Party. Throwback Paperback. I'm one of the hosts, Asia Bonilla. And I'm Charles Sheeland, your other host. And today we're back reading the first half of the third book in the Ugly series by Scott Westerfeld, Specials. And somehow we're already on to the second half of the series. As a show, we're best friends and we share books with each other. We normally, as we say every week, we normally alternate between series one of us has read and the other hasn't. But actually neither of us had read these books before. And what a freaking journey it's been. Like, I think that, like, we both really freaking enjoyed it. And, like, that's kind of rare that, like, you know, we find something that neither of us has read and we both like equally. Yeah, I would definitely say it's going quite well so far. I will say I think I was start. It was starting to lose me in this book, but I'm still holding out hope for the second half. So I met up with a friend today who's, like a little older than us, like not much, but like a little older. And she's like, cause I was talking about how we were reading these for the show. And she's like, Oh my God, I love those. And I was like, it makes sense that you, and she's like, I remember waiting for them, like each of those books to come out. And I was like, that's like exactly how I felt about like hunger games, which makes sense. You know, like she, yeah. And it was just like funny because I always was aware of the books, but I never read them. But it was nice to chat to someone today who was like, oh my god, I love those books. I'm so glad you guys are reading them. And then also have her be like, I remember waiting for them to come out. And I'm like, okay, well, anyway, just fun little factoid. So let me summarize the reading. So Tally is now a special. She's working in a unit of specials that's led by Shay called the Cutters, who work unsupervised to sort of rein in the new smoke. They actively practice self-harm to feel pain and clarity, and they call it feeling icy. But then Zane is made a new pretty again, and it turns out that he's been working with the Smokies, so Tally and Shay help him escape New Pretty Town so that they can follow him to the new smoke. Of course, spending this time with Zane makes Tally start to wonder if being special really is what she wants. So, you know, that's that. My impression was that this was a real departure like like it was surprising but didn't feel random or disconnected like i it felt believable to me like we've been building for her to become a special but like it's a really big like dramatic change from the first book where she was like so scared of the specials and then like you know brainwashed forced her to become a special like here she is a special so i just think it's like really exciting and not predictable at all like if you'd read the first book, you wouldn't have known. I mean, I did guess that she was going to become a special in the second book, but, like, in the first book, you would have never known that, and I think that's, like, really cool. Yeah, I would agree with that, that it hasn't really necessarily been predictable, which has been refreshing and nice. But I'll say for my impression for this reading, there was just too much Shay. (laughs) As if you've been following along with the series, Shay's my least favorite character. I hate her. I have the shirt on, you know, that says Shay sucks, 
S-U-X. We do not stand Shay at all. So she was just, like, a lot in this reading. And Tally's, like, kind of been brainwashed since she's been special. So, like, they're trying to be friends again. And, like, that relationship needs to end. Like, this toxic relationship needs to be over. So, yeah, that's, like, mainly how I felt about it. But it seems like where we got to by the end, hopefully that's what's going to happen, that they will be going their separate ways. Yeah. I think that we'll definitely be talking about that near the end of the episode. So, let's dive in. I want to start with the victory lap. I was correct. I called this two weeks ago. Shit. Tally was made into a special... I was correct, bowed down, and she's been a special for a couple months, they said. Like, a couple, yeah, two or three. Yes, which, as Charles had predicted, I felt like that did make sense with what kind of happened at the end of the last book, but I was definitely still just, like, disappointed because the specials are just so scary, but either way, this... They're like the villains. I mean, they are. They're literally the villains, but... Either way, this kind of leads to this obvious next question is, like, where is Zane? Because immediately, like, we've noted Zane's absence and, you know, why is he not with her and, like, why is he not also special with her? Yeah, I wrote that down. I was like, um, didn't they get captured together? Like, also, doesn't he also have all of, like, the qualifications to be a special like she does? So I was confused about that. Yes, which we later find out that he doesn't have the special qualifications, and he's basically just still a pretty. So let's talk about the specials. They are crazy. They really do have superpowers. They're like the vampires from Twilight. Like they can hear things like miles away. Their like skin is like extra sensitive. They also have a skin communication network, which they call the skin tene network, which is disgusting. Like the fact that like <laughs> over their skin, they can like text each other, I guess. Or, like, tune in and out of each other's conversations if they want. And I freaking told you that they have sharp teeth. I told you. And you were like, no, they don't. And I was like, they literally do. And then Tally's at this party. She's wearing the prosthetics that make her teeth look not pointy. And I was like... Yeah, well, it's just unfortunate. Because, again, I'm just like, poor Tally. Like, they just are so scary now. Yeah. And, like, yeah, you're just going to look like a predator. So, okay. So the book actually starts with them on a mission to stop some Smokies at a party. And David is there. He's helping bring nanos into the cities, which is now what they're calling the cure. Because the nanos are like the tech that, that's in the cure that eats away at the lesions. And so they're just, if they say nanos, that's what they mean. Um, and so now Tally and Shay are like bonding over hating him. Because, like, their, like, brainwashed special brains are, like, obviously it was just a stupid, ugly fling that we had. He's just, like, a silly rabble-rouser. Like, we're going to take him down. Except they completely remember things wrong because Shay and David were never actually together. Like, I don't understand why we keep making this mistake. Like, Shay just had a crush on David. David never took her seriously, was never interested. They were never actually connected. So I just wanted to get those facts straight out there because, like, no, Shay was not with David. It's true. It's true. He never, like, it's savage because poor Shayla thought that they were going to be a couple, but they weren't. Um, And, like, also this, so basically the other cutters 
they keep bothering Tally about her boyfriends. Like, they keep bringing up David and Zane. Like, oh my god, don't be so love-sicking. Like, don't be so pretty-making about your, like, Zane-la. Like, and, like, don't talk about, like, your ugly boyfriend, David. Ha 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 Like, if they didn't bring it up as much, Tally wouldn't feel as separate from the other specials. So, once again, it's honestly Shay's fault that Tally isn't adjusting perfectly, you know? Like, we've seen in the past that Tally naturally doesn't adjust, like, that well to the surgeries. Like, she was struggling to become a pretty. But she literally says, like, the specials keep reminding me of the things that don't make me special, which separates me from them. And I'm like, that's their fault once again. So once again, when Shay later on gets mad at Tally, she's like, why can't you just be special and icy like you're supposed to? And Tally's like... Well, you keep reminding me of what makes me not special. Like, <laughs> I think it's because Shay is the ultimate frenemy. Like, I don't know if she actually wants to be friends with Tally or she's just like trying to drag Tally down to her level because, again, I just feel like Shay is so jealous of her that she's not, you know, got that main character energy. Like, I don't know. Shaylee's like a, Shay is like a mad gaslighter. Like. For sure. I mean, especially now because, and that's why also like, I feel like maybe this is like part of Shay's plan because I mean, when Shay comes out as a special at the end of Pretties in the last book, she like hates Tally and is like, you're going to become special. And like, also like in this context now, like Shay is like her boss because she's the leader of the cutters. And, like, I feel like this is what Shay wants. So, like, yeah, she's constantly reminding Tally of, like, why she's not special to, like, keep her below her and, like, put her in her place, basically. Yeah. Whereas, like, once Tally slowly starts to, like, realize more of, like, wait, no, this is who I actually am, like, Shay won't stand a chance because she's just pitiful and a mess and jealous. Yeah. Like, for example, like, Tally can sense that Shay still hates her over her, over David. Like... Shay still can't get over it. Which one? Like, girl, move on. Like, move on. But, (laughs) and it's not even like Tally is with David. It's not even like she's rubbing this relationship in your face. Like, she's pretty much moved on from David, too. (laughs) I already said, Shay's just, like, the worst person. Like, she's gonna have to die. Like, there's just no happy ending with her being alive. I'm sorry. Like, she has to be fully exiled. And also, like, the specials aren't supposed to, like care about this sort of stuff like they're supposed to be even more than pretty it's like beyond that sort of like stupid ugly hormonalism but like freaking shay is still feeling that and like she's still building this wedge between her and tally and i'm like so like you are preventing tally from becoming the special that you claim you want her to be so i don't know it's it just really proves that like they shouldn't hang out like, they're not really friends. Or they're not meant to be friends. Yeah, definitely. But this ends up leading them to chase David and the other new Smokies. And at this point, I had called it because David actually used this as an ambush to actually capture one of the other cutters and some of their high-tech hoverboards, which can basically fly without having to be above metal. So you can literally go anywhere on the hoverboard. And this is where I was just starting to get to the point where I was also just getting frustrated with Tally's character because 
again, how I said in, like, the last book and a half, she's really been giving that main character energy. Like, she's just been able to overcome everything. But, like, right now, she's just totally in this haze of I'm a special and I'm just trying to be special and I want to fit in. And I'm like, you need to wake up, Tally. Like, you need to wake up or you're basically just going to prove David and especially Maddie, like, right, that basically she's just, like, a dumb pretty at heart that, like, she isn't divergent. And I guess that's, like, really frustrating from all the growth she had in the last book to, like, basically she's in a worse spot now, I feel like, mentally. I mean, I think she is in a worse spot because she, her brain got messed up with again. And at one point she's literally talking to Zane. She's like, I just wonder if, like, sometimes I'm just the sum of, like, brain wipings and surgeries and all the things that have been done to me. And, like, maybe I just, like, can't be fixed. And... I'm like, that's so dark. Like, I mean, she's like, does she have lesions? Does she not have lesions? Like, what does that mean for her brain? I'm like, that's messed up. No, yeah, I mean, that's when I was getting like, what is going to happen to her at the end if she's not able to overcome this? But yeah. So this feels like a good time to mention the cutters. Um, in case, like, just in case you didn't hear the trigger warning earlier, this is the self harm to part. So, at first I also was like, what? Why are they called Cutters? And then it got revealed later on. Um, So, the Cutters are specials who work for Shay, and they cut themselves to feel focused and alive and icy. Which is super scary. Like, and so, you know how, like, we talked in the last book that, like, pretty is, like, to feel bubbly. But, like, specials like to feel icy, which makes sense. Like, they want to feel, like precise and clean and vicious and for me i mean the fact that they need to inflict pain on themselves to think straight like is a sign that something is wrong with their brains and i'm like i feel like they were like the and zane literally says that to tally later he's like you have to cut yourself to think straight like all you needed when you wanted to think straight when you were pretty was to kiss me (laughs) like I'm not judging people who, like, self-harm themselves. I'm judging the cutters for being stupid. Like, the fact that they have to cut themselves to realize, to, like, think straight. I'm like, with some self-awareness, wouldn't you realize that, like, your brain is now being clouded by whatever the city wants you to think? Did you think that, too? Like, does that make sense? Yeah, that definitely makes sense. And this also, like, this whole situation, like, is Dr. Cable and, like, the other specials aware of what they're doing and they're just, like, fine with it? Are they, like, not fully aware, like, what it means that they're cutters? Because, like, she basically has her own unit, but, like, and she gets, like, pretty, a lot of freedom with her group, but, like, it's unclear of, like, how much, like, the other specials know about it, I feel like, because, I mean, one, the, like, act of, like, the self-harm, like, they're saying to, like, become more aware, like, isn't that an act of rebellion in and of itself? Because... That's what I mean. Aren't they, like, trying to control everyone? So, like, I feel like that would be a problem. So then I feel like they... Then then if that's the case, I feel like it's more likely that they do not know, like, what they're doing. But, like, this just... Definitely, like, this is just something that's, like... Like, since this is being made, like, if they make all of these into a movie, like, this definitely needs real trigger warnings. Because, like, they talk about how their bodies are, like, scarred and stuff. Like, this isn't, like, I feel like how... In the last book, like, Shay kind of introduced this idea of, like, causing pain. But this is, like, something that they're consistently yeah, doing. Yeah, it's like a... So... It was, yeah. It just in the moment was, like, a one-time thing that we saw. And they were like, wow, Shay's gone crazy. And now it's, like... But now it's, like, this whole group of people is, like, committed to this. Yeah. 
like act. So it's definitely very dark. And like Charles said, I think it's definitely a red flag towards like what their brains are going through of the only way that you feel that you can be icy and like fully think clearly is to literally harm yourself. So, and that's where also I feel like, which I will say Tally again is starting to show growth near the end of this first half of the reading because she's starting to notice that she's like, maybe I don't want to do this. Like as she gets out of the city and is like talking to other people who are not the cutters, they're like, don't you think there's something wrong with that? And like, it's able to kind of give her or start to give her a wake up call. Well, and she even, like, is able to resist it, like, pretty quickly. She's like, I told Zane I wasn't doing that, and I didn't want to, like, be lying to him, so I'm going to just not do it. And I was like, well, that takes an incredible amount of self-control, like, um, but, you know. Well, yeah, and also I think it was kind of, it's able to give her the reminder of, like, how she was able to, like, be divergent and, like, overcome the, like, brain lesions before, because obviously by cutting you like you're taking the like easy way out basically versus like having to like mentally do the work. I mean, I feel like that really like relates to like actual people who self-harm with the idea of, you know, you don't want to deal with your emotions, so you turn to like physical harm. Yeah. So, I think that is like a good metaphor, but still like all the trigger warnings are needed for this. Yeah. It's like well, this is hefty stuff. So their plan is now to go to talk to Zane and try to inspire him to be bubbly so that he can be made a special with Tally. Okay. But now Zane is kind of bland to Tally because she's got like crazy special senses and she dra- gravitates towards perfection. And so she's like, ew, I don't like Zane anymore. But like, I like him, but like, he's not dro- doing it for me. And then on top of that, Zane and the Crims are working to spread the nanos. They're basically like the dealers of the cure so there are actually there are a lot of pretties that are free of the lesions or well if we believe zane there are a lot of pretties who've been cured of the lesions i'm not saying that's a bad thing but i am saying it is a divide between tally and zane right now because at least right now tally is like pro lesions pro city i don't think she'll stay that way but it does kind of set up this rift between the two of them yes it was honestly really sad like hearing Tally like describe her repulsion for Zane because she's just like he's so ordinary he's not special and especially for Zane obviously in that like he's come become basically like mentally handicapped with what happened to him with the like mess up of the cure so his brain like literally isn't okay right now like he's healing and like that disgusts her even more so it was just really sad honestly yeah but so now they are planning to free Zane and then let him go to the smoke, basically, because their plan is that so pretties can only be made special if you like prove yourself. So people who like escape from the city, like basically just like Tally did, kind of prove that they're like kind of above the average pretty. So then that's how you get get made special. So that's why they're trying to help Zane escape so that he can then be captured and be turned into a special But they also know that, like, Zane's plan is that he's going to escape and then just try to go to the new smoke and, like, betray them and, like, ultimately somehow capture Tally because, obviously, he doesn't actually want to be made special. He just wants to be with Tally, and he's, like, doing it for her in the hopes that he can kind of save her from herself. And honestly, like, this is a pretty murky plan to begin with. Like, it made me not trust Shay even more 
for two reasons. So one, Tally is like, this is a bad plan. Like, I don't see how this is going to work. Like, we can literally see that Zane's not going to go along with it. What's in it for Shay? Like, I don't see what, like, making Tally happy. Because really, the plan is, like, basically going to make Tally happy. Because she'll get to be with Shay. But, like, what's... I mean, she'll get to be with Zane. But what's in the plan for Shay other than making Tally happy? Like, I don't know. And then... Like, on top of that, Shay says, like, she says at one point when they're, like, creating the diversion, she's like, if I get my way, everything's gonna change. And I'm like, what is her wet plan? Like, did you catch that? Like, I can't remember when it was, but, like, she sounded super freaking ominous. I mean, I feel like there's two possibilities, like, with what's happening. Either Shay, like, knows what she's doing and, like, this is all part of some master plan that she has in mind, Because, like I said, she's definitely, like, this is her villain origin story. Like, she's very much being set up as, like, she's going to get revenge for all the people who she feels has wronged her. Or I feel like Shay is dealing with the same kind of mental conflict that Tally is. And that deep down, Shay actually hates Tally. Like, Tally has basically, in her mind, betrayed her multiple times. So she hates her. But with the, like, special operation, obviously they're not supposed to hold those kind of emotions. Like, that's against... Because, again, they're preventing violence, they're preventing conflict. So her brain is telling her, or, like, the brain lesions are telling her that Tally is your friend and you want her to be happy. So that could, like, play into the idea of she's come up with this plan and, like, trying to make Tally happy, but it's also, like, not that great of a plan because she ultimately does not want Tally to be happy. Like, you know what I mean? There's, like, this internal conflict going on within her. I would say that's similar to what we're seeing with Tally, obviously but we're just getting it more from Tally's perspective versus Shay's. Okay. But that's what I feel like are the two possibilities at this point. But to me, I'm more so thinking it's the second one just because, I mean, unless Shay is just, like, a really, really good liar, like, I feel like she, at certain points, is, like, genuinely wants to help Tally, but then, like, her anger comes out, and, like, she, like, I feel like there's just this constant battle in her mind because she doesn't really know what she wants because of, just like Tally with, like, the brain lesions. Interesting. Well, I guess we'll just have to, like, keep track of it. But, like, yeah. I don't know. So, they're going to go through with the plan. So, they're now stalking Zane on his journey. Like, he has a couple crims with him. And they're going to the new smoke. And they're... Shay, Shay and Tally are following them. I have to, like, make sure I say the right names. They all sound the same. And they all have the same vowels. Well, also I will say the other thing with Shay, though, the benefit that she's getting is that by them escaping, going to the new smoke, they are going to be able to find the new smoke. Yeah, that's true. So that will be a benefit in that sense, which is why, like, as they're going along, like, she, like, well, we'll get to that. But anyway, so as the crims are going to the new smoke, they actually see that they end up meeting, like, this mystery person who, like, gives them, like, a location finder to, like, actually get to the new smoke. And Tally follows this mystery person and it actually turns up turns out to be Andrew, which is one of the people that was on he was the holy man that was on the reservation from the last book that like was one of the only people who spoke English or her language. And basically he's now helping the new smoke. And this wasn't really that important in the context of the reading. I mean, they have their little like reunion, and then he explains like how he was able to escape which basically just, like, set the robots on fire and, like, he was able to get out, but then they put out new ones, so 
not that many people were else, like, no one else was able to escape. But now that he's working with the smoke, like, they've flown in and, like, helped get people out. But we just wanted to, like, mention this because I'm sure that it's going to come back, like, to mean something in the future. Like, maybe in the second half of the book. But it was also, I think, this part to me, the most interesting take on it was Tally's thoughts during this section when she realizes that Andrew's escaped and that others of his tribe have escaped. That her first thought is, like, this is so dangerous. Like, they've let barbarians out. Whereas I feel like in the last book, like, she was thinking about how wrong it was to have these people, like, trapped in an experiment. Whereas, like, now her thoughts are, like, so just, like, repulsed and, like, not saying that, like, it's not completely dangerous or, like, not completely safe. But, like, I don't know. That was just, like, her first thought when she heard the news. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I feel like, yeah, it's definitely the special programming in her. But, like, she's not wrong. These people are, like, kind of dangerous. Yeah, but I would say, though, yes, dangerous, but in the sense of... Well, also, I mean, she. I think her initial thing is she's more worried about it when he, like, she thinks she's just, like... Andrew's just, like, completely destroyed the barrier, whereas actually, actually what's happened is he escaped, and because he met the smoke, now the smoke has brought out a couple of people. And obviously, to me, if the smoke people have been able to, like, communicate with, like, the few people they've let out, it shouldn't be that dangerous. But, like, I feel like she had those thoughts before. Sure. that makes sense. He fully explained it. So, then... Shay and Tally have a fight. Big freaking surprise there. Haven't had any of those. Bet- oh, wait. They fight all the time. Um, sorry, that was sarcasm in case you couldn't tell. So Tally wants to follow Zane and protect him, obviously. And Shay wants to just take the info from Andrew and go straight to the new smoke. So once again, this leads them to fight. And then Tally is wondering, like, why do we always end up fighting? And I'm like, maybe it's just because you don't like each other. Like, radical idea. Maybe the two of you just don't agree. Yeah, I wrote that down, too. I was like, thank God Shay is finally gone, at least for now, because, like, as we know, I hate her, and she's just so annoying. And basically, I mean, she's just, like, begging Tally to be her friend, and, like, Tally obviously just doesn't want to. Like, they clearly, like, are incompatible as friends, at least. And, like, of course, I'm fully blaming Shay for it's all her fault. Like, I think that Shay is the one with actual issues, and I think that they just don't work. So Shay needs to get over it and move on, as Charles said. Yeah. I mean, also, like, they just clearly disagree fundamentally. Like, stop thinking you're going to become friends, Shay. It's not going to happen. Like, Tally really does resist the special thoughts. And Shay, like, she is not strong like that. Like, as and that's, you know, not necessarily, that is not necessarily a character flaw on her part. I think she has plenty of other ones, but, like, if you think about it, like, when Shay was offered the pills, she didn't take them. Like, she's not... Also, she's, like, Shay, in her her nature, I think is quite a passive character. Like, she doesn't originally, like, defect to the smoke in the first book. She goes after all her friends once she's alone. Like, once she basically feels like she has no choice, that's when she goes. And then she becomes made of pretty... And then she's offered the pills and she has no resistance to pretty brain. So she doesn't take the pills. And then she gets made a special and she like completely changes again and like goes full, full special. Like she is weak in the, I don't want to say weak in the brain. That sounds really bad, but she's weak in sort of like conviction. Like she doesn't have any actual goals or interests. Whereas I feel like Tally really does like Tally 
when she's in the smoke, she changes her mind. When she's a pretty, she resists being pretty. And then she's divergent. And now as a special, she's resisting it. And I'm like, you two are such fundamentally different people. You're not going to ever get along. Like, Yeah, I think that I would say that this is where, like, Shay is giving more of, like, Paris's vibes of how, like... Yes. When she ultimately did not take the cure when she was pretty, she was taking the same stance as Paris, basically. And that doesn't necessarily mean that it was actually her conscious decision because of the brain lesions. Like, that's what's making her think. Because from the beginning, I mean, at least when she was ugly. So when she could actually form her thoughts and say things, she was always against the city and being pretty she wanted to be ugly she liked how she was and then when she finds out about tally she hates tally for betraying the smoke so those are like the only thoughts we know for sure that like were hers then after that her brain is altered so i guess if i'm trying to be devil's advocate and like give shay like the benefit of the doubt ultimately like i agree with what you're saying that ultimately how the story has played out is they're incompatible because they're in like two completely different situations like, Tally has essentially the power to overcome the brain lesions and all the surgeries and things that's happened to them, whereas Shay does not. So even though Shay has moments of anger, which the part that I think is her fault, is that instead of focusing her on anger on, like, what's happened to her and the reason that she is in this situation is because of what the city's done to her, she puts all of the blame on Tally. Like, basically, none of this would have happened if it wasn't for you. Where in actuality, if you didn't live in a city where they made you pretty and then made you special and changed your brain like you know what I mean so like she's putting the blame I feel like in the wrong place or at least like she could at least spread it out like it shouldn't all go on tally so that to yes. me is her fault but like the idea of the like she can't overcome it on her own like that's not her fault and that's unfortunate but that is where like then tally can't save her if she can't save herself like you know what I mean tally has to overcome it herself then she can try to help Shay and Shay basically has just been like unlucky in that sense because even like when Tally and Zane escape and you know Shay's like started the cutters like Tally even feels bad about leaving her behind essentially again but like what is she supposed to do again Tally has to save herself before she can save other people yeah no I agree with you like and I guess it does come down to like Tally I do think it is divergent like I think that she is going to defect from the specials. Like, she's already resisting sort of special doctrine, like, two months into being a special, and I feel like she's just going to defect. Like, I feel it in my bones. I feel like it kind of reminds me, like, a little bit of, not to bring in Divergent and, like, the mess that that was in the end, but how once they find out everything's a simulation, well, spoiler alert, if you haven't listened to the Divergent episodes, you'll want to skip ahead a couple minutes, but... When they find out... Or skip back 30 seconds in time. When they find out that it's a simulation, they find out that Triss is actually divergent and Four, or Tobias, is not. Like, he's not actually divergent, right? Wasn't it, like... I thought it was the other way around. No, no, no. It was, remember... Or it was... No, it's their genes. Their genes. Triss actually had the, like, good genes, and Tobias did not. And he was really butthurt about it. Because it was like they had this connection... And it's like, what is Tris supposed to do about that? Like, it's not something she chose. It's just who she is. Oh, and, and I she feel didn't like, care. Like, she was like, I still want to be And she didn't care. You. It wasn't like, a big I'm deal. I'm not good enough for you. Yeah, like, it doesn't change our dynamic, whereas, I mean, Shay and Tally's not the exact same, but it's just that idea of they're inherently not the same. 
and it's not a big deal to like one person but it's like a huge deal to the other person and it's like well if you can't get over this like you can't move forward like i do think that you're right and i still do stand by the fact that i do think tally will be able to resist the special doctrine in the end that is my theory that she will be able to turn on shay because i mean again as a toxic friend you gotta end that relationship yeah i don't know if she'll be able to overcome tally will be able to overcome being special on her own i think she's gonna need help whether it's from david or zane like just like how zane was able to help her like be bubbly yeah so my question is more so or i'm just not sure if tally's gonna be able to overcome being special on her own like maybe she's gonna need david or zane's help i mean just like when she was pretty and like the being bubbly she ultimately needed zane's help and that's also like another question i have is like for the cure like obviously they've been passing out the cure to pretties but does the cure work on specials because obviously their brain has like been altered even more severely so i wonder like will they be able to give her the cure and like that'll help like i don't know i just think that like she's gonna need some sort of help like it doesn't have to be like like they go and do surgery on her or something but like zane is gonna have to like be with her to like help her work on it because at this point to me i'm getting the vibe of like tally she's gonna have to overcome it or like i feel like she's gonna lose her will to live because i feel like she is slowly more and more becoming aware of how much control she like does not have on her own life and her own actions and i feel like that's gonna like anger her and like make her upset and like i don't know like i definitely think that zane is gonna be a part of her cure like she wants to be with zane and yes her special instincts do make her detest him right now but like as we know all the men are like totally in love with tally she can do no wrong so even if she's like i'm <laughs> struggling with this like i feel like it's gonna be like a little bit like a pita katniss where like she's like my fire needed like his warm like you know she's like i needed some i needed the calm yeah and he'll be like it's okay tally i'm so devoted to you you can do no wrong and like magically her teeth are gonna get unsharpened you know like oh god i mean realistically what this girl really is gonna need is a lot of freaking emotional therapy but like we know that's not gonna be a thing in this society so yeah um but i do feel like zane will be a part of it of helping her get better that's my guess Yeah, so then to finish off the reading, Tally gets on the helicopter that's taking Zane, and I don't know if we mentioned, but Paris decides to also go to the New Smoke because he's gotten the cure now, so he's finally bubbly. And the rest of the Crims, they're all heading to the New Smoke, which, as they're flying, they're actually flying into a city, so it turns out that the New Smoke has, like, a city has joined their rebellion, so obviously it's a lot bigger than they thought. Like, obviously, before they were literally just out in the wilderness. Now, like, they have, like, pretties or uglies from, like, all over. I mean, I'm assuming this is supposed to be in, like, the U.S., but. And they have infrastructure and technology. Like, they were mentioning how, like, the infiltration that David leads, like, that's quite high tech. Like, they have these sort of, like, camouflage suits that they thought no one else had access to. And no one in their city has given away. It says, like, that means they have help from outside of the city, like, from a different city. And so yeah. the fact that the new smoke now is, like, actually housed within a city, like, we don't know who is living there or, like, what the situation is, but they do have access to better tech. I so. mean, we're definitely getting, like, a District 13, like, here we go. 
Yeah, well, turns out Suzanne Collins was getting a specials, actually, but when she wrote that book, but it is definitely District 13 vibes. Yeah, just, like, the expansion of the rebellion and, like, it being, like, a real thing. Like an actual threat. Yeah. Any final thoughts? I mean, I'm really curious to see how this is going to end. I mean, I know we have another book after this, but to my understanding, when I was doing the research for the intro, I think this book will end Tally's timeline, and then the last book takes place, like, years later. Yeah, I think it's related because, like, but it is... Like, it's still related. It's in the same world. It's probably still within, like, 20 years, but, like, I don't think we follow, like, Tally Youngblood for the last book, so I'm curious, like... We might be getting, like, a pretty good plot wrap-up next week. Yeah, like, will there be, like, a battle or something? Like, are we doing war or it's just, like, the smoke is, like, developing and then, like, the next book is going to be, like how the smoke is, like, like maybe, like, they just separate off, like, you know, like, almost, like, forming two new countries. Like, some people, like, just stick with the pretties and the specials, and others have the option to live, like, by choice. Like, you get to choose what you want to do as opposed to being forced into something. It's a little two-state solution right there. <sighs> well. So, yeah, whether it'll be peaceful or violent, I guess, is, like, the question. Well, we shall see. We're going to finish the book rest of this book for next week so if you do read along go ahead and finish out specials also like fun fact we haven't talked about tally's parents since the very first reading like never forget that tally actually has a family (laughs) well i feel like in this society your family is just like it's you're not even you don't even live with your family and like past the age of 12 once you're in 12 you don't live with your family you just go there for like holidays so it's definitely not like other series where like it's family centric. Like it's really your friends become your family. Yeah, I just thought I would remark on that. But go ahead and finish specials if you do read along with us. And as always, if you have predictions, theories, or questions, or you just want to keep talking to us about the Ugly series more, remember that you can stay in touch with us about anything on the Nerd Party website. You can head over to nerdparty.com slash contact and select throwback paperback. You can send us an email there and get in touch with the network on Twitter at joinnerdparty or on Instagram at thenerdparty and facebook.com slash thenerdparty. And to find me, I'm at asiabonia on TikTok and at asia.bonia on Instagram. And I'm at seashells on Instagram. And remember that, you know, podcasts grow because you rate, review them, and share them. So do that. And then also check out the other podcasts we have within the Nerd Party Network. But subscribe specifically to our show so you don't miss us next week. Yep. Hit that subscribe and have a good one. We'll see you next week. Join the revolution. Join the nerd party.